0: Now, it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live.
1: Well, if this is true, this is very, very troubling. Uh, It's a new report out quoting aides to President Joe Biden. Uh, It has not been substantiated by the White House, and it will not be. I'll share with you what this is all about. Uh, But first, I want to give you a welcome. Thank you for joining me. This is the 4 o'clock hour of Bobberty Live on an open phone Friday. My telephone number is 877-BOB-LIVE. 877-262-5483. 877 262 The uh, news site Axios has come out with a very troubling report today uh, concerning what close aides to President Biden are saying behind the scenes and anonymously. Now, I want to say very quickly I don't put a great deal of stock into uh, anonymous reports that have not been substantiated. Okay, I want to make that clear. Uh, The White House, well, well, the White House is not denying this. They're just simply refusing to comment. And the report is, according to his own personal aides... President Joe Biden, quote, is a spry 80-year-old man between the hours of 10 a.m. and 4 p.m., Monday through Friday. Uh, they are saying that they have watched a decline. Not, not, this report doesn't say really anything about his mental acuity, Uh, but his diminished physical stamina. They are saying that he only has enough physical stamina to uh, operate well about six hours a day, and that's it. So the White House staff has to choose very carefully how they schedule him because every day he only has about six hours of stamina in him. Physically, Now, I would not pass this on if there was not a lot of reason to believe this. And I'll share with you why in just a moment. According to the report, and I quote, Biden's close advisors say he's mentally sharp. Even they concede his age has diminished his energy, significantly limiting his schedule. Axios reported, quote, many White House officials say they're amazed at Biden's stamina, but then they add the caveat for his age. And then they give some proof. According to Axios... Biden's 2023 schedule for the entire year has just four public events before 10 a.m. Only 12 public events after 6 p.m. And only 12 weekends where he has uh, activities actually scheduled. Wow. Well, if you're a longtime listener, it's been, oh my goodness, it's been way over a year ago. I encourage you to look up the President's Daily Schedule, which is available. Uh, just do a an internet search, whether you use Google or whatever your search engine is. Just put in uh, President Biden's Daily Schedule. And you can find it at several different sources. Uh, The one I usually pull up is called Fact Base. And uh, there is the posting of his public schedule. And way over a year ago, I encouraged you to take a look over an entire week, not just one day, two days, look at an entire week of his published schedule And then contrast that, it's a little harder to find, but you can go back to President Trump's daily schedule. Again, it's harder to find, but you can find it. And take a look at the contrast between their schedules. And it's fascinating, as you look at Joe Biden's schedule, Axios is right. There is hardly ever anything... Before 10 a.m., especially if there has been an event in the evening before. For instance, today, I am looking at President Joe Biden's official schedule. All right? I have it in front of me. First scheduled event for today, Friday, 11.15 a.m., the president receives the presidential daily briefing. The first thing on his schedule, 11.15 a.m. Nothing else is scheduled until 2.30. Quote, the President presents the Commander-in-Chief's Trophy to the Air Force Falcons. Which takes no preparation whatsoever. That's 2.30. 4.50 p.m. today... The President and the First Lady depart the White House en route to the Salamander, D.C. Hotel. 6.45 p.m. The President and the First Lady participate in a reception for the Democratic National Committee. The Vice President and the Second Gentleman attend also. And then 7.30 p.m. the President returns to the White House. That's his full schedule for today. No other meetings, no other briefings. Uh, I, it's, I, I mean, when you look at his public schedule, uh, yesterday uh, he received the presidential daily briefing at 9 a.m. 10 a.m. in-town pool call time. Has nothing to do with the president. That's the press secretary. So there's 9 a.m., 10.30, has nothing to do with the president. Uh, nothing is scheduled until 12.15. The president participates in a take your child to work day, greet, full text and analysis, click here. Um, 145, press briefing by press secretary Karine Jean-Pierre, has nothing to do with the president. So he receives a press briefing at 9 a.m. 12.15, he participates in a Take Your Child to Work Day greet. And then uh, 6.45 p.m., the president participates in a campaign call, a telephone call. That was yesterday. That was his full schedule for yesterday. Received a briefing participated in a take your child to work, greet, and makes a phone call at 6.45 p.m. That's the entire schedule. And if you look through the week, it is very similar. Um, he doesn't do much. Um, and again, contrast that with Trump. Trump's schedule was Unbelievably full. So uh, it it would be interesting for you to take a look. Uh, There are some uh, exceptions um, on Tuesday. Um, At 7.20 p.m., the President and the First Lady participate in a visit with President Yoon and Mrs. Kim of Korea. Uh, But then by 7.40 they're gone and they're back at the white house um monday well okay um, it's it's basically repeated every day he has a couple of meetings a day or a couple of phone calls a day now i i know he does other things but that's his public schedule it's extremely limited which gives rise to the belief that this Axios report may indeed be accurate. He can only go about six hours a day, and he's done. He's finished, and he wants to be reelected. Hmm. All right, we're going to uh, we're going to take another break. My number. 877 Bob Live, 877 262
0: talk radio that makes a difference makes a difference this is bob burney live
1: well i've got an update for you i, I normally try to slip the updates in between three thirty and 4 but uh we had other things to talk about and uh, uh president biden's schedule uh here's an update out of arizona If you were listening earlier in the week, I told you about Representative Stahl Hamilton, a Presbyterian minister who is a Democratic representative in the Arizona House of Representatives. Remember the story? Why were we talking about her? Well, Bibles began disappearing from the House of Representatives lounge yep representatives in the house there in arizona has their own private lounge nobody else can go in except them um they can take a guest but they have to be chaperoned blah 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 and i i said i would imagine we have the same thing here in o- the ohio state house have i ever been there nah probably probably never will be anyway anyway a few weeks ago members of the house of representatives began noticing that the Bibles that were normally sitting on tables around the room were gone. They were missing. And so security was notified. Hey, can you figure out what happened to the Bibles? Well, they began looking around and they found them hidden under uh, couch cushions. One Bible was found in the back of a refrigerator. Uh Uh-huh. Well, they were put out Again, and in a few days they were gone again. And a little search found that well, they had been hidden again. So, who's doing this and why? So, they installed some temporary cameras in the lounge. Now, you would think. They would already have security cameras in the Capitol building in this, but evidently they didn't. Well, they installed some security cameras temporarily, and the mystery was solved. The Bibles were being hidden by Representative Stahl Hamilton, uh, Stephanie Stahl Hamilton, pardon me, Stephanie Stahl Hamilton, of Tucson. Uh, she is a Democrat and she is an ordained Presbyterian minister. She was busted. Well at first she denied it. What? Bibles are missing? What? Really? Don't seriously? Bibles are missing in the lounge? No kidding. Whoa, I uh, yeah, at first she well she didn't say I didn't do it. She just said, Oh really? Uh, um Wow, that's fascinating. Well, when she was confronted with the video, she said and I'm quoting It was meant to be a playful commentary on the separation of church and state. Huh? (laughs) What? Yeah. She said, and again, I'm quoting she meant it to be a playful commentary on the separation of church and state, hiding Bibles. Well that didn't play well with her colleagues in the House of Representatives and finally she apologized. Oh well mm, uh, okay I am sorry. Um and then okay let me let me flip to the last page here. Uh after she apologized and got busted and caught red-handed She said, I'm a Presbyterian minister, so I obviously don't have a problem with the Bible. She apologized to her colleagues, explaining, My intent was never to be destructive, to never desecrate, or to offend, because the Bible is very near to my heart. I stand here today wanting to acknowledge the offense I committed by my actions of hiding Bibles in the members' lounge. I acknowledge that a conversation about the separation of church and state should have began with a conversation. Yeah. She said, I fully respect the Bible, and because of that respect, I recognize my actions could have been seen as something less than playful and offensive. According to Capital Media Services, House Speaker Ben Natoma does not plan to pursue a complaint against Representative Stahl Hamilton. A... uh, playful commentary on the separation of church and state? Um, I, um, I I have my doubts. Hey, let me end this segment real quick by some good news. In the 1960s, 42% of American adults were smokers. That is now down to 11%. It dropped 1.5%. Just between 20 and 2021. So uh, from uh, 42% in the 1960s down to 11% today. Sad that 11% are still hooked, but it's still good news.